Don't be ashamed to learn things that you need to know. Here's Sexplanations with Dr. Doe. Sexplanations podcast, episode 58. <laughs> Let's talk, Jesse. <laughs> Let's talk. What are we talking about today? We are talking about animal, no, not animal not prep. Animal, well, anal maybe. prep. Because... <laughs> Because four years ago on the Sexplanations YouTube channel, I did an anal prep video Mm -hmm. to get ready for an anal sex video. Yes. And because on the podcast, we like to revisit old episodes and go through those subjects more thoroughly. I thought, who is going to talk to me about (laughs) anal prep? And... um, Yeah. Why why, why did you ask me? (laughs) I feel like I was asked because you didn't think anyone else would say yes. That's not true. Oh. But I did ask someone else, and they said that it would be difficult for them to have such a public persona and be talking about anal prep. Like, it okay. would uh, pose a conflict vocational conflict. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is a little weird that I'm talking about on a public forum, kind of. Is this a forum? I don't know. Public yeah. Um, platform. Platform. <laughs> there we go. But at the same time... I don't think it is. It's biology, and you have to prep the rectum for many different reasons. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, I am talking to Jesse from Animal Wonders and SciShow Kids, um, Animal Wonders, the YouTube channel, but also the facility that is in Montana providing care for over 80 different animals, and I suspect it. This is like my ridiculously limited veterinary knowledge that you have to prep some anuses. I do. So I you do. definitely know Sometimes. more about it. <laughs> it's not a daily <laughs> project, you know, procedure. Um, but I do. I do have to do it every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. And lots of different anuses. Exactly. Yeah. So Cloacas I think you're the perfect and, yeah. person to talk to about it. Oh, good. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Yeah. My my uh, challenge the this morning, I was trying to come up with a multiple choice question to ask you about it. And every time I would go to write something, I, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is sexualizing animals, like hmm. like prepping their anuses for some sex act that we're going to do to them. <laughs> and I had to, ch- to go over in my head over and over and over. How, are, how can we not shame people who do have sex with animals, uh, not say that we are condoning that? Uh, make sure that we are talking about the anatomical features of anuses and, you know, using other species as knowledge for that, you know, being respectful. How, yeah. how do we be respectful yeah. in the Explanations <laughs> podcast? Respectful to buttholes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so can you, um, hmm. <laughs> can you give me some tips? Some tips. Some tips um, on anal prep. Well, I think I think the the biggest thing to keep in mind is to be gentle. I mean, the tissues around the rectum are not designed to have things going in. Mm-hmm. They are biologically their function is to have things come out. Um and so you have to be very gentle around the area. Um they can become accustomed um, or get desensitized or or used to things going into them, but it takes time, and you still do need to be gentle. Um, so gentle, be gentle is the first thing. <laughs> Always just be gentle. Um, I'm so happy right now. 
<laughs> um, and uh, consent for animals is different um, in each species. And I would say um, humans have a, a different level of consent than animals do. And so with animals, you need to make sure that they are as comfortable as possible. If you do need to go into their rectum for some reason, um, keeping them as still as possible, again, to help make sure that the process is gentle. Um, so preparing the position, I think, is really important. So for, let's say, for example, dogs, you have to go into their anus to express their anal glands. Do you know what anal glands are? I mean, I know that anal glands are glands in the anus. Yes. That dogs will, I, they fill. And yeah. so then the dogs will wipe their assholes on <laughs> the floor. To try and, to try to because it's them. uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. They're, so they're, they're supposed to clear when the dog poops. Um, but if they don't, then they start to fill and then they can become uncomfortable and itchy and, and you know, put pressure. Um, and they can then rupture or just get real not fun, infection, in, infected. Um, and so to prevent any of that, you need to express their anal glands. And you can do that from the outside by push, basically like squeezing on the side of the butthole um, and like squeezing little drops of it out. Or so you don't... inserting a finger oh, you do. inside um, and then squeezing. It's like a grape inside there and squeezing them to make them, make them express, come out. Yeah, it looks like pus and poo coming out of there. You're making me love my job. <laughs> You're the only one that would ever react that way to uh, talking about anal gland expression. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like I'm so thankful that I have my job and not Jesse's okay. job. Okay. 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 Um, to be fair, I have never expressed an anal gland before. Oh, okay. Um, I know how it's done. I've seen it done. I've been present when it's done. Um, but a lot of times it's either groomers, um, dog groomers, or the veterinarian or the vet tech that does it. Um, but you can do it at home. None of my dogs have had that problem, though. So I have not had to do that. Okay. Um, so when you say gentle, mm -hmm. I assume that just means soft touch, gloves. Go slow. Slow. Yes. And when you say position, yes. the dog lying down. Standing up with the tail held up. Um, and the dog can lay down as well. It has to be, they have to be comfortable laying down though. So a comfortable position for your, for the animal. Um, so if they aren't comfortable on their back, then don't put them on their back. Um, if they're, you know, don't have them standing up. Um, so what, whatever's comfortable for the species of animal and the individual. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, yeah. um, gentle position. And then I would say you have to... Um, make sure it's, it's not a sterile situation down there, mm -hmm. um, but you do have to make sure you're not introducing something that will then cause bacteria to grow. So, you know, using a glove is, is what you would do for an animal, um, especially if you're going to, if your finger's going to go up into their bum and then, you know, push on the, say the anal gland. So... Being cautious of what you're introducing into the anus. Okay. Yeah. I totally have it in my mind that the reason why I'm asking you to talk about anal prep is because you've had to do lots of penetrating of different anuses. Would you like me to talk about one that I have 
personal well, experience with. Sure, but I'm thinking, isn't there one where a, maybe it's a dog's doing something and the solution is that you stick your finger in its ass? <laughs> um, so if two dogs are fighting oh, yeah, and yeah. Um, you can't, and it's too dangerous to reach your hand in between the two or a foot or anything like that and they're just going at each other, um, sometimes um, like a dog like a pit bull or something like that will have a lock um, on, you know, biting really hard and not releasing their jaw onto the other one. And you kind of want to surprise them um, and, and get them completely to disengage with what, what's in front of them. And so one of the tactics is to grab their tail and stick your finger in their butt. And they'll be like, whoa! <laughs> um, I really <laughs> want you to do an animal wonders about this. It's fascinating. Not in a sexual way, in a like... Yeah, yeah. Distract. Here's here's an option. Distract. <laughs> oh my god! I just whenever I think of like the distracting, like what their face would look like, like if you put it in a cartoon, just like their big eyes, like boing. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how we feel. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Surprise from surprise attack from behind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so those are two. Okay. Um, but you have all different species. So, yeah. So another one that I have dealt with is um, with frogs. And they um, they have they a have different – Yeah, they have a different situation down there. So they're they're basically their, – their butt – their poop and their pee come out of the same place. Um, so their sex organs and their, their butt are in the same kind of place. Um, well, they have one hole. It's an all-functioning hole, um, all-purpose hole, I guess, uh, called the cloaca or vent. And um, sometimes when they eat something too big for them or they have poor conditions um, or they just have loose muscles back there, their rectum will fall out of their cloaca. Prolapse. Yes, prolapsed anus or pro- prolapsed rectum or rectal prolapse. Um, so the prolapsed rectum is what I call it. And um, so then you'll have these really fragile tissues mm-hmm. in this little organ that's sticking out where it should not belong. Mm-hmm. And you have to be gentle <laughs> um, when you touch them. And they have to stay very, very moist. Um, and with that, you would deal with you want to put them in sugar water. And that's going to help pull that organ kind of back into the cloaca. And then you used, uh, use a wet or lubricated finger. And then you gently guide it back in. You have to be very, very careful. Uh, but you guide it back into the, the cloaca, the hole. And uh, then keep them in a very sterile environment for a while. I have so many questions yeah, now. Yeah, tell me. Ask me. <laughs> okay, when you say really moist, you mean the whole frog. The frog has to <clears throat> stay moist anyway because they are an amphibian. Right. Yes. but. We could apply that to like lubrication is yes. helpful. Yes. Um, then you're saying sugar water. Yes. Yeah. So the sugar water is going to kind of help the organ like recede back without How? being stringent and hurting. It's a chemical reaction that makes it go in. Do you think that applies to humans? Um. So I was googling this, and my Google search engine is going to be really interesting yeah, after totally. this. Um, <laughs> Welcome so, to my world. So I put in um, rectal prolapse and usually it's, you know, like when I'm researching, I put the species of animal that I'm dealing with. Um, but this time I just said rectal prolapse and there was humans on there. I'm like, oh, I don't deal with humans on a regular, well I do, but like mm-hmm. not, not in detail. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm like, oh, 
this happens with humans too. And uh, there also are suggestions to put sugar on it to have it go back in. Yeah. Or at least shrink so that then you can maneuver it back in yourself. Yeah. Sugar water on the prolapsed rectum. So I didn't research where super okay. intense and, and if it should be sugar water or straight sugar. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. In my But you world, should probably also tell your doctor. We call it trunk butt. <laughs> I know. I mean- <laughs> I'm just saying. So your frog has, has trunk, trunk butt. butt. Okay, but my other question think, about it is... I will get any zookeeper to, for that to catch on for any zookeeper. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's perfect. Yeah, it's great. Especially it's an animal re- animal reference for an animal problem. So, like, yeah, I like it. Tree frogs. It's perfect. Tree frog. My tree frog has trunk butt. <laughs> but they seem so small. How could you fit a finger in there? Yeah, pinky. Um, I mean, you could also, there's bigger tree frogs too, but like the the little, little ones, you're just basically guiding it back in. So it, it has to already want to kind of recede and go back in and then mm-hmm. you can push it in. You can also use like a small probe um, as well, like a metal or a glass probe and get it to kind of go back in. It's just a little bit harder to, to work those, um, get guide, guide this really flexible organ back into a slimy hole, like... <laughs> I'm learning so much. So the finger is just a little bit easier to work with. Okay. And I don't want to gloss over either that you said talking to your doctor. If you have Mm -hmm. trunk butt, it's important. (laughs) I can't not laugh at that. (laughs) Yes, it is really important because – as with with a frog as well, like if you if it's left untreated, they will dry up. Um, those tissues will dry up and become necrotic. Basically, they'll die, mm-hmm. and then you're in for infection. And uh, with a tree frog, most likely death. Um, but humans, I bet, could. I mean, don't leave it untreated forever. If yeah, if, if you've got some dried out tissue coming out of your bum, you should go to the doctor right away. Okay, I feel like. We're learning here on this explanation <laughs> podcast. Hope, I hope. <laughs> Anal prep 2.0. Otherwise, I'm talking about this for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so mm-hmm. dogs and frogs. What up? Yeah. Um, let's see. I've dealt with bum issues with cats. Um, and birds can also, I mean, anything can get a prolapsed rectum. Um, who else did it happen to? The same, pretty much exactly the same thing that happened to the frog has happened to a lizard that I've worked with as well. So reptiles. Um, and then with cats, mostly I've just dealt with not being able to groom themselves enough, um, well enough so that then I had to clean them myself. And so with that, I just had to make sure that, um, I wasn't using something too stringent to clean it. Um, So I had to use my finger and I used some um, coconut oil, actually. And then I would just rub that in and around and then wipe it clean with a a tissue paper afterwards. Interesting. Yeah. So that's not really made. I mean, kind of applies. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because the same thing goes. You wouldn't want to use something super abrasive yeah. and dry out the anus. Exactly. Um, but you don't use mm-hmm. baby wipes? Baby wipes have, I mean, they're okay, but if you've ever had a someone that you've had to clean up after with baby wipes, um, 
if you rub too hard with them, they can cause a rash, mm-hmm. um, like a you know a, abrasions basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so if you've heard of diaper rash, you know that that can be caused by not the urine or or the feces, but also like rubbing too hard with a, a brand of a baby wipe that isn't compatible with their skin. And so you can deal with that by making sure. So one of my children has sensitive skin, and if I use the baby wipe and put olive oil, saturate it in olive oil, and then use it to wipe, that has caused, uh, um, helped a lot. With oh, that. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so baby wipes, I mean, yes and no for some people. It doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. Any other anal knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like that laugh is, Lindsay, I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... No one's else asked me ever before if I have a- any more anal knowledge for them. <laughs> like that's the first. Oh, okay. Well, then I feel proud. <laughs> um, I think that's I think that's most of my experience with yeah with anuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Any knowledge for of your own body that you've learned from yourself? Um, I have irritable bowel syndrome. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I've dealt with, I don't know, some challenges in that department every once in a while. Not something any, I've never had drunk, trunk butt okay. before. <laughs> Glad. Yeah. Sorry to those who have to deal with that. It sounds challenging and not very fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, I'd I, I take my number one rule um, is just be gentle. Gentle, gentle. I mean, <laughs> it needs to be what the number I mean? two rule. <laughs> <laughs> about a lot of the questions that come up for me around it, especially around other species, is like how their fecal matter affects it and putting medications in there, like what you do and don't and what animals are having anal sex with each other. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, so many questions. Good, 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 good questions. That's making me think more. You know, open-ended question like, anything more? And I'm just like, nope. But then you ask me more questions. I'm like, oh, I do have more information. Um, well, we didn't talk about thermometers. Like you have to take a, an animal's temperature and the most accurate way to get their temperature, you want to get their core temperature, is with uh, a, a rectal thermometer. Um, and so when you're – it's the right shape. It's a nice little – like what do you call that? Probe. Smooth probe. probe. Smooth proby shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh, but you should use lube when you put that in there um, or, you know, some some sort of lubricant. Um, but again, gentle and position. There aren't lubes that are um, problematic for some species? There are. Um, it's going to get re- – I don't um, – you'll want a water-based lube if you're going to – see, I would just use – I would just use water if you're going to be working with an amphibian. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much every other animal besides – water-based animals, mm-hmm. um, you can use either like a KY jelly or, um, is that too on brand? No, you're fine. KY jelly. I don't know. Sponsor us, um, KY. <laughs> um, or like, um, an olive oil or a coconut oil. Those will be safe for almost every species of mammal. I should say mammal. Yeah. I should just say mammal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'll work for reptiles too. So, and what was the other question? About animals that are having anal sex? Yeah. 
it does happen sometimes. Um, lots. Lots. It does. Um, Do any of your well, animals have anal sex? Well, when we're talking about cloacas, it's not a oh, true yeah. anus. True. Um, and nothing is penetrating. So there's exchange of fluids. What's the definition of sex? <laughs> I mean, that's totally fair. I am asking you about asshole prep, so you can turn it on me. To answer your question fully, I need to know your definition of sex. Of anal, like what I would say is anal sex. Some sort of play with an anus. Okay, so not cloaca? I'm going to take cloaca off the table just to make it less confusing. But if it was oral, anal, or... Penile, anal, or object. Yeah, something object, anal. Okay, so mammals. Yes. Okay. Well, but don't some mammals have? Doesn't your beaver have? Yes. So, so anything with just with an anus and genitals. (laughs) Yeah. Is an anus considered genitals? A separation of the two. Okay, so a separation of the anus. Yeah, because beavers have cloacas as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So. Um, Which is so bizarre it's to so me cool. because it's so cool. It's weird, and and I am trying to track down someone that has seen beaver sex in real life, because all the experts, even those that have kept beavers or studied beavers, they cannot tell me how it works exactly. Oh, because I asked you about it on a SciShow talk show, didn't yeah, I? or yeah. off camera, off yeah. You were talking to Stevie Bobby, who was trying to understand, yes, how it worked. And so I thought I knew, and then I didn't know, and then I thought I knew, and then I didn't know. And I'm now firmly in that I don't know how this works. Because their tails. Well, their tails isn't the problem. They can just turn it to the side. Tail's fine. Um, I mean, dogs have sex with tails, too. So, like, tail tail is – so they they turn the tail to the side, and then they can hump to the side like this. Um, But you think it's doggy style. Yes, you don't think that it's face-to-face? No, I don't think it's like this. Really? Yeah. I want it to be face-to-face <laughs> because then we can stop calling it missionary and we could call it beaver. Oh. <laughs> but that would be laying down like one would have to go on their back. Yeah, while they're swimming, hopefully. This oh, is what I want to be happening. That, beaver sex is now face-to-face It cannot swimming. happen in the water because if there's – well, unless there's penetration. Because, like, I don't know, is there penetration? And if there is if there is penetration, then do they have a baculum? I don't think they have a baculum, which, which is a penis bone. Right, but can't you dissect them and find it? Well, Emily Grassley did want, did, yeah, so I don't think there is a penis bone. So um, because she I'm didn't pretty sure one. I'm pretty sure there is no baculum. Okay, so then is it just a, a fleshy thing that comes out? Does it actually go in, or are they, like, There's smushing? <laughs> this is how beaver sex works. The two they, cloaca come and they suction together. <laughs> and they are watertight and they're facing each other like eagles. You know how eagles yes. have sex? And they're falling from the sky. They Oh, they, sure. Okay. But they, then they put the cloacas together. They put yeah. the cloacas yeah. together and the two of them are like moving their tails to yep. swim and they're face to face and they're going they're swimming down. But the you want that to have in happen in water. Man, no, I'm pretty sure they hump like doggy style. And then well, why don't we know this? Right? I want to know. And I cannot, I can't search, I can't research it because you can't put in those words and get what you're looking for. It's a challenge, guys. <laughs> I think that's the hard. 
artist I laughed on the podcast. <laughs> so if you know <laughs> how so beavers much. actually perform sex, I want to know. Um, <laughs> so uh, what was the original question? <laughs> I have no Do idea. animals have anal sex? Yes, they definitely Yes, do. they do. Yes. And the- sheep. Okay. <laughs> she I mean, rams have one of the highest rates of male on male do each other in the butt sex. Is this in a herd setting or is this bachelor cruise? I don't know. Okay. The sheep that I've been hanging out with lately mm-hmm. have to be separated because if they aren't, yeah. then the dads and the brothers will do the sisters and the moms. Yes. So I don't know how. If and there are, are they are, are they weathers or are they intact? Did you call them wetters? Weathers. Weathers. Yeah, castrated. Oh, I don't know this lingo. <laughs> so good. W e a t h. W e t h. W e t h. Weathers. Yeah, are castrated goats and sheep. They have their balls. No. They do have their balls, I'm saying. These sheep These ones that I'm do. These about ones do. Have their balls. Okay. Um, yeah, so then their their sex drive is going to be very high. Um, yeah. and they do each other. Yeah. Yeah. And does it cause problems? Not that I know of. Okay. I mean, the statistics, I'm not pull, I'm not counting how many times I see them do each other and say, "Oh my gosh, this is much higher than I don't know what's another species that Bonobos, penguins, which definitely isn't penguins. Oh, those are birds. <laughs> yeah, but it, oh yeah, penguins. Oh, but they we say that they're gay they because they the they love each other. Mm. Well, okay, anyway, mm. um, but <laughs> the sheep statistic is coming from actual papers and that they do that, that males are having it. anal yeah. sex with other I just males. Happen to be hanging out with sheep. Okay, and yes, and I heard your comment about love and. Uh, what are we not anthropomorphizing? Mm-hmm. But yes, we don't we say penguins are gay. Isn't that a thing? Um, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you can say gay if they're yeah if they have that they sexual, pair. Yeah, they they'll they'll pair yeah. up. Yeah, um, and they can be, become monogamous with the same sex. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you could call that gay if you want to. I'm gonna retract the love statement. Okay. So they're just Good. pairing. Yeah. They're bonding. They're, they're bonding. pairing or bear, are bonding. Yeah. Um, but no, they're the. Have you have you seen the videos of the seals that go and have sex with penguins repeatedly? I thought that my part of the internet was wild. <laughs> How did you get Bad. to that? Uh, yeah. Okay. You know, it's behavior, and it was captured on there. You know, everyone thinks that these little harbor seals are so cute, and they are. They're super cute. They have the big eyes, and sometimes they have little freckles on them. Um, but they're going out and having definitely non-consexual sex with another species um, over and over and over again to the point where some of them die. How? It's become a bad – this has gone to a dark place, hasn't it? How? Into the cloaca. No, but how does They something- pin them down. And they hold on to them with their little flippers, and they're like, nope. And then they use their weight to overpower them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not really anal sex because it's a cloaca. Well, um, it's rape. It is. And between I species. try to detach rape from sex. Okay. But. Yeah. Did, I mean, the, yeah, that. The, the penguins, they don't get anything from it. The penguins don't get anything from it. Um, and it's painful, and it, can, and it can kill them. Yeah. So that's terrible. That's a terrible thing that happens. Um <laughs> 
How do we recover? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so you were talking about. So the reason that that came up was because I was was wondering, like, how when you're watching the sheep, when the two male sheep, one is having anal sex with the other male sheep, like, or anal penetration, mm-hmm. um, like, is the other sheep okay with it? Um, you know, the ram. So they're both rams. So is the uh, is the the receiving ram fine with it? And it's like, all know. right, this thing happens. It's um, so fast. Sheep sex is like boom. Okay. And so they just go about their way. Yeah, I think maybe they just think so. It's they're a not cool gentle. <laughs> they're not <laughs> uh, making sure they're in the right position. <laughs> I'm, I'm. They're all in the same position. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I think that there is a lot of anal sex happening in different species. Yeah, well, primates, I mean, if you want to bring it to, like, actual, like, consensual or, you know, enjoyment um, of sex, you're going to bring it back to primates. Um, So, I mean, I will bring it back to primates. So we can talk about bonobos. So bonobos are closely related to chimps. Mm -hmm. Um, They're called pygmy chimps sometimes. Um, And they're very closely related to humans. And bonobos... They have sex in all the different ways. Like all of them. Kind of. That's one. That's one. Yeah. Comforting. It's like, like, like the way that we shake someone's hand is the kind of the way. Sometimes. Yeah. That's one way. Oh. Like an introductory. Hey, how's it going? You know, let's have sex now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, you know, ways to uh, appease and it's ways to, you know, smooth tensions over and, you know, between others and it's ways to comfort um, and pleasure and, um, yeah, all, I mean, Jessie, so they have anal sex all the time too. What? I'm confused. Kay. How can we, aren't we anthropomorphizing there? Ask me which part. Like when we say things like for comfort and for pleasure mm-hmm. and it's consensual. So you can, you can't say what an animal is thinking, but you can observe their behavior mm-hmm. and then try and pair it with what external stimuli is happening mm-hmm. and then try and draw conclusions. So it's it's the same as observing human behavior and trying to determine why a certain thing is happening. Um, you can never understand what another being is thinking ever. Um, so anthropomorphizing is putting human feelings onto animals, projecting human feelings onto animals. Um, so if you think of a dog that wants um, to appease or, or dispel tension in a situation, you could see their behavior where they would cower a little bit. Yeah. They would look up, big eyes, and they would tuck their tail. Um, and sometimes they would wag it a little bit. So you can observe behavior that way. And I use dogs because humans are around dogs and, and you can yeah. see that behavior. Most humans are familiar with dog behaviors. So when you're studying like another species like a bonobos, um, you can determine why they're doing a certain maybe. You can determine that they're doing a behavior. You can't always understand, you know, specifically say why they're doing it. But sometimes you can guess have a really educated guess as to why. So if two males are fighting, like raucous fight, and then um, one of them wins and throws something at the other ones, the other one's like, oh, you know, they do that. They droop. Mm -hmm. Their whole body droops. And then they kind of go walking, sauntering off into the uh, tree, and they go and sit right next to their mother. Um, Their mother, you know, might have a reciprocating behavior that they do, and then you see them do that behavior, and then the the sullen 
boy perks up after that and has a more active behavior. So you can you can watch animal behavior and then surmise or guess as to why they're doing that. Um, so yeah, so the mother might perform, you know, anal sex on on him, and then afterwards he's like, "I'm better. Okay, thanks." Oh, you, you mean yeah, yeah. So that so that's so that's it's not saying he was sad because he was bullied by the other one but you can you know those would be some anthropomorphic terms mm-hmm. um but you can explain away the the behaviors that you see fascinating <laughs> now i i know that we don't want to like project onto them what they think but i mm-hmm. want to know what they think like I what know. do you think when i put your anus back in your body what do you think when mm-hmm. the thermometer goes in yeah is this is this terrifying right now or are you like is the animal like please help me oh thank you that feels much better or it's like don't touch me there you're killing me i hated that okay you let me go yeah probably the latter <laughs> yeah yeah um so when you have a closer relationship with the animal that you are working with, um, um, performing any sort of procedure with their anus on, um, making sure that they're comfortable is, is pretty important. If you have a relationship with them, you know, talk to them, you know, maybe give them a full body massage first. Give them treats um, if you can. I'm thinking dogs. Um, I'm thinking humans. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> Give them treats. <laughs> Make sure they're good job. Good job. Pet them. You know, like body massages. Yeah. Um, that was so perfect. <laughs> and uh, uh, you can even desensitize or, or train a dog to be more comfortable with an animal. I shouldn't say dog. A, a, an animal to be more comfortable with manipulation of their their anus. Um, how? So, for one example, my not, one of my dogs. Not that we're encouraging manipulation in any way, but that. I mean, I mean, I would encourage it if it causes severe anxiety for your dog to get his his temperature taken. Yeah, but I'm talking about humans. I know. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're yours. You're coming from it from a place of um, they want to participate. And I'm coming from a a place where they need this yeah. procedure done. Yeah. Um, and so, it you know, they can't not have the procedure done or they'll die. Okay. So or either way. Yeah. Training them to like to de- be desensitized or or be okay accepting of it. How? Um, positive reinforcement. So positive, positive reinforcement training. So every time pair it with something pleasurable. Um, so if it was a dog, so my dog had went to the doctor, or the vet, the vet, and got her temperature taken, and she was not a fan. Like, nope. And she like closed that down, and she's like, this is this is not okay. Um, and she had to be restrained, and it was horrible. And I'm like, well, I've never trained that before, but now I'm going to because this was a terrible experience for her. Really? <laughs> yeah. You so trained like, your dog to be to be more accepting of it, to be only receptive. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that sounds so bad though. It sounds not okay. You're right, you're right. Don't take it to like where everyone just went, obviously. Take it to 
thermometer. We're talking about thermometers. Reduce the anxiety produced by this procedure, this yes. this uh, rectal temperature taking. <laughs> and uh, so I just paired it with body massages um, and treats. So, you know, I body massage my chest same, same way that I train how to get their nails trimmed um, or their ears checked. Um, and so just lots of body massage. Around. And then you touch near. And then you go back oh. to body massage and then you touch near again. Um, and then you get to the point where you would touch their actual anus and then you'd put a little bit more pressure in there and you'd go back. And so it's just like, this is a fun sensation and this is included in it. And now your veterinarian can do a thermometer, no problem? She can't. I wouldn't say no problem mm-hmm. um, because my dog's already anxious when she goes to the veterinarian. Oh. Um, and so... You know, once she's there, she's already kind of, everything's like tightening up. Yeah. <laughs> um, literally. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but if I then go into our training session, so I'll, you know, I'll, I'll ask her to do a couple things like sit and paw and lay down. Um, and then I'll try and keep her focus and then I'll start doing the body massage. Um, and then the vet will be back there doing her thing. And she, you know, she definitely stiffens up and everything, but she, th- there's no sort of a panic session that she has afterwards. That's great. Yeah. I think that you just made so many people happy. Good. I hope. Yeah. I hope I made them happy. Because people ask me all the time, how do I get my girlfriend to let me do her in the ass? Mm. Well, if she doesn't want to, I mean. Right. If she doesn't want to, then the conversation is over. Exactly. But if it's, if it's just she doesn't desire more, it because yeah. it's uncomfortable and there's sure. a way to positively Make it reinforce more that. more comfortable for her. Yeah. 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 Little body massage, mm-hmm. little tap tap body pair massage. It, yeah. yeah, pair it with something that does make her comfortable. Yeah. Have you ever gotten your temperature taken by with a thermometer in your bum? No, but I've had lots of things in my ass. Like my very first pelvic exam when I was fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. The gynecologist put her finger in my asshole. Well, that's never happened to me. That's what I keep being told. Oh. Uh oh. Well, not, I mean, (laughs) I don't take it as an uh uh-oh. Okay. Many years later, I went to a gynecologist again, and they did the same thing. Hmm. Different style? We're different body. Oh, maybe. Okay. Maybe people are just like, something's going on with Lindsay's asshole. We need need to to check this out. Check this out. (laughs) Surprise! Do they ask ask you first, though? Do they say, this is what I'm going to do? No. Oh, well, well, they should. They say, we're going to give you a pelvic exam. Okay. Well, they should they should have said that. Yeah. Uh yeah. So anyone that is Isn't getting that a pelvic exam should say, "Can you please explain to me what you're doing before you do it?" Oh, look at yours. <laughs> Full of great suggestions. I mean, I'm not a fan of pelvic exams. I have a <laughs> I have a retroverted uterus and it hurts. So Yeah. Yeah. I think mine is tilted too. Okay, yeah. Um, but no, I've never had them check out my bum hole. Mm-hmm. Well, had them. I I don't ask them. I'm not like, hey, while well, you're down there. They have never done that to me. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll have to bring a doctor onto the show who can ask why. Yeah. Why did this happen? Maybe yeah. I'll contact Aaron Carroll of Healthcare Triage and say, Aaron, what's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> why do I keep getting anal exams during my pelvic exams? <laughs> Two for one. Yes. I'm sure someone could tell us. I want to do Kegels next, but I want to also give a shout out to the people 
on patreon.com slash explanations podcast who support this channel, specifically Ben, Donna Flint, Paul, and the Millers. They're our bosses. They get to tell me, they get to help me make business decisions because nice. we're like, you know, business partners. Mm. Creating the content together. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I hope that's how they see it. I hope that's how all Patreon supporters feel about it. Yeah, I hope so too. We have um, patrons as well, and I hope they feel like they are helping me. Sometimes when I struggle, mm-hmm. I'm having struggling, challenging times, <laughs> struggling times. <laughs> I'm struggling right now. Um, you know, I let them know, and it's more like, and they're they're just so supportive. Isn't that and, like, cool? It's amazing. Um, like you guys are, you guys are helping me make this, continue to do this and make this. And thanks for being forgiving when I make mistakes. And like, so yeah. 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 I have not been talking to, we call them sex sexplanauts, um, as often. And I realized that it's like, I'm in a polyamorous lifestyle. I have my partner who I have sex with and is romantic with me. But then I also have like, Patreon is like a partner to me. (laughs) This is it's a very intimate relationship of a smaller group of people I tell my strugglings to. Yeah. And when I don't talk to them, it's like not, you know, the engagement is gone and that yeah. intimacy is obviously missing. And so it's so nice to check in and be more vocal with them because yeah. that relationship gives me energy. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Okay, Kegels. Mains, What about kegels? Do you want to do some? We do a segment on the Sexplanations <laughs> podcast every week where we do kegels together as a big old group and we work our pubococcygeus muscles. Okay. Are you blushing? De- p- pubic- say it again. Pubococcygeus. Your PC. Does every human have those? I think so. It's your pelvic flooring. It's what starts and stops urination and defecation and helps with like contact. So can... Males also do them? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. And it will improve orgasm. I'm learning something too today. Good. (laughs) Good. Yeah. Um, Oh, fun. I think it's good. Because people talk about how exercise is so important and we have gyms to Mm -hmm. work biceps, triceps, legs, et cetera. And we don't have a public space to cheer for each other doing the exercises for our reproductive organs. So you're making a space for that. Yeah. And we're doing like that. group exercises. All right. I'll be I'll join the group exercise. Okay. Okay. I don't know how it works. Tell me. Well, we usually come up with we've done it in lots of different ways. Sometimes we'll have a sponsor do a plug and sometimes we'll have um, these pre-recorded moans and sometimes we'll do letters or words or numbers. We'll count them. Okay. So you can do it. Um, Brit, yeah, from Nature League, yes, sang, did like she vocal <laughs> exercises for us to match our groin exercises. Okay, I'm, yeah. I can't sing. That's okay. They tried to make me sing on 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 SciShow Kids one time, and it was a disaster. <gasps> They're like, you need to change your tone. I'm like, I am singing. <laughs> I, this is how I sing. <laughs> I won't ask you to sing. I won't sing. I sang once on Sexplanation's YouTube channel. It was a song about Red Rhapsody, which is – so Red Rhapsody is when you have sex during menstruation. Okay. And I did it to the Bohemian Rhapsody 
song. Um, but that's the only time I'm like, and eh, we're done here. <laughs> and I'll do two verses for you that I will make up just because I think I'm so funny. But other than that, no more. Did they like it? Did they think you were so funny? I think I hope so. Okay. Well, okay. So here's what we'll do. Um, Callie, who's doing the sound engineering, can is it okay if she pulls some sounds from Animal Wonders? Sure. Different animals. Yeah. Is this going to be weird that we're doing? No, because kegels aren't necessarily. It's just sexual. an exercise. It's, it's just, just a muscle. A... Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Callie, do you consent to this? Sure. Okay. If you didn't hear, Callie said, "Sure." Is that a sure yes or a sure no? <laughs> this is sure yes. <laughs> She'll just give us a nice mix of animal sounds. It's going to be so weird. <laughs> and everybody can do their kegels to them. Okay. In the meantime, I will count to fourteen, and that's what you and I and the um, we are live streaming this on the Doeyes okay. YouTube channel, which is my personal channel, and we'll do our fourteen and silently together, or just to counting. Yeah, and everyone else gets random animal noises, and then uh, no, it's gonna I be have awesome. some good. I have some good animal noises. You I do. mean, yeah, it could be like full on Kimasabi the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and now, every time you go to feed Kimasabi a banana and you yeah, hear it, I'm gonna do you're, you're going to do I'm a gonna kegel. I'm going to to do kegels. It's going to be your cue to action. Right. I'm going to be buff. You are. <laughs> you are going to be buff. That's our t-shirt. So often on this Explanations podcast, somebody says something that I want to turn into a t-shirt, and that's a really good one. Like, my vagina is buff it's because of the Sexplanations podcast. Buff kegels. <laughs> okay, 14. Here we go. Okay. One. Two. Three. Four. Your body is moving. I'm like, okay, she's making movement. Okay. Five. Six. <laughs> seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. I made it. You did. <laughs> Yeah, I like how our animal noises were in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I would be a little embarrassed to be on this explanation podcast. You thought you you are? Are you embarrassed? I was only embarrassed in the last part. (laughs) (laughs) Just now when you did giggles? (laughs) Totally. Well, then good. (laughs) Uh, It's awesome. I've done them with, what is this, this 58? You've done them every episode? Yeah. That's awesome. I know. That just says that I didn't watch. I didn't listen to your podcast. Oh, nobody does. <laughs> I mean, not nobody. All of you listening are are listening, and I <laughs> consider you people and value you. But I'm saying uh, yeah, the people I, who says, come onto the show um, don't typically listen. And I have talked a lot about how I have a hard time listening to podcasts. Yeah. It's not the medium that I take in, but mm-hmm. I absolutely understand that that is what some people can do. Even even yeah. people here don't watch the YouTube channel because it's not um, as easy for them to sit down and give their eyeballs to something, but they can do work and listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different ways of yeah podcasts. Yep, again, they're just they're really hard yeah. for me to me too. Mm-hmm. So I watch videos. Yeah, 
Thanks. That's awesome. I watch yours too. And you answer my questions about poop. I know. <laughs> Everyone's like, is that Lindsay from Sexplanations? Oh, I'm like, yeah, she's been around before. Yeah. So like, yeah. I sent you so many questions. You put it that tweet awesome. out. I was like, I want Jesse to just do an episode where she answers all of Lindsay Doe's questions. <laughs> you know, there was like five or six, and I was like, I'm going to put some, you know, I like, I had more in there. And I'm like, oh, it can't be a 20 minute video. So oh, yeah. I kept the most important one. <laughs> the, the one poop question. The poop question. <laughs> That's the most Which species has the stinkiest poop? <laughs> and what do you do with it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. <laughs> and then you showed a clip of you falling onto the on big pile. pile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go watch Jesse at Animal Wonders Montana on YouTube and SciShow Kids. And if you can, if you use Amazon Smile at all, which is a, a version of Amazon that lets you have a portion of your purchases go to a nonprofit. Jesse's Animal Wonders is on there. That's where all my smile purchases go. Thank and you I so have much. been spending like crazy. I'm like, oh, it's a good thing. It helps Jesse. <laughs> no worries. I can I know. It's like helps me too. I'm like, this is gonna go it's yeah, to charity. It's so Wonders. good. It's so it's good. Okay. And it's amazing. Like it does help a lot. Like we get just these random disbursement checks of our of those. Oh, that's so cool. It's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Before you go, um, we get to give them a sextra credit assignment each week that they do in between podcasts, something that they get to work on. We all get to work on. A little homework so you don't forget it. Here's Dr. Doe's sextra credit. Do you have a suggestion? Oh. Hmm. That's a big ask. What can I do? Um... Well, how about we stick with a theme? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I would say be gentle with others. <laughs> with others, dot, 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 anal preps. <laughs> All inclusive. Be gentle with others. Okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. Is there an actionable, uh, like a measurable objective so that they know that they're being gentle? Hmm. Um, often when you engage someone in a certain way and... And they receive that, and uh, usually they will come back in a very similar fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, you know, if you rush in and you're very antagonistic, they're going to be defensive and then probably antagonistic back, um, or else they'll get to that energy energy level. So, if you go towards someone gently, they often will come back to you gently. Okay, hackles down. Yeah, tail up. <laughs> Depending on the animal. <laughs> that's, that's our other t shirt. Oh, goodness. Paddles down, tail up. Yep. Yeah. Anal prep on this explanations podcast. Cool. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks yeah. for just being out in the world in general. Thank you. Yeah. You as well. Thank you. Making the world a better place. Yeah. Ta- we'll, we'll tag team it. <laughs> good thank you also to Callie from Cinema Studios to Complexly for production and Count Boogie for the jingles and Cora and Parl I'm still learning